0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, a winning day on Saturday. And my oh my, does it feel good to say that. Now I'm still not in the best of health conditions here. So I'm going to try to get through this podcast best I can. But let's recap the winning card for Saturday. Not a ton of profit, but I'll take profit nonetheless. My first four in college football, go three and one. I cash on Wisconsin, Northwestern, and Kansas. My lone loser, on the Ohio State. My bonus bet, I cash on Indiana and Purdue over the 54. My add-on plays, not a good week. I go two and three. I cash on North Texas and Yukon. I lose on South Alabama, Coastal Carolina. That was just a terrible bet against James Madison. And I lose on South Carolina. Then on Twitter, you pick the lone loser that we had on the card. You backed Ohio State for the extra unit. So that's how we finish. how we did for the day. Now, my season is done now for the first four in college football. I won't have it for championship week or bowl season. I'll still bet games there, but I won't have a first four identified for the rest of the way. So I finished the year 31 and 25, 55.3%. On Twitter, you guys finished nine and five, 64.3%. So you beat me for the second straight year. So thank you for the votes and thank you for the winners. Interesting note here: fourteen weeks betting my first four in college football. I never went four and zero. Yeah, that's why I'm not a good parlay guy. Obviously, couldn't hit four and zero one stinking time on the year. I do go three and one six different times. I go two and two six different times. I go one and three one time, and I went the dreaded zero and four one time as well. You take away that one and seven stretch I had, actually had a pretty good year with the first four in college football, but it's all done now. We'll put it to wraps and we'll call that a season with the first four in college football. So now let's get to the card for Sunday in the National Football League. No college basketball here for me again. I'm just down in good enough condition to handicap basketball. I hope to have it on the card for tomorrow, uh, provided I can actually get to it. So here we go. We'll start with the week 12 NFL home underdogs. Most of these lines were locked in earlier this week. I'm on the Houston Texans plus the one and a half against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm on the Cincinnati Bengals plus the one against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm on the New York Giants plus the three against the New England Patriots. I'm on the Arizona Cardinals plus the one against the LA Rams. I'm on the Las Vegas Raiders plus the eight and a half against the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm on the LA Chargers plus the three and a half against the Baltimore Ravens. And I'm on the Atlanta Falcons plus the two against the New Orleans Saints. So those are my home NFL underdogs for week 12. Now, my handicap picks. I have four of them on the card this week. We start with Tennessee minus the three and a half against Carolina. So laying more than a field goal with a three and seven team is never easy to do. The Titans are 0-3 straight up and against the spread over the last three games. That's not good. They've been favored just one time all season. That kind of shocked me, actually. They are a minus 2.5-point favorite at Indianapolis and lost that game 23-16. to The Panthers, on the other hand, are 1-9 straight up, 1-7-2 against the spread. That's a really bad number against the spread. Their lone win and cover this year was against the sur- surging Houston Texans, so what do you think about that? That's a little bit of a head-scratcher. Of the nine losses for the Panthers this year, only two of them have been by seven or fewer points. So a lot of uncompetitive football games. If you like points, this is probably not your game to begin with. The Titans have scored more than 16 points only once in their last six games. The Panthers haven't scored more than 15 points since week six. I think Will Levis has a little better supporting cast in this game. I'd rather be laying three, but I'll lay the three and a half. So give me the Tennessee Titans at home minus the three and a half over the Carolina Panthers. Next up on the card for me, it's the Indianapolis Colts minus the two and a half against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Colts are five and five on the year, six and four against the spread after back-to-back road wins at Carolina and New England. Surprisingly, the Colts are just one and four at home this season but this will be their first time all year that they're actually favored at home prior to kickoff. The Buccaneers are four and six on the season. They've dropped five of six games, but they're seven and three against the spread, including four straight covers. The Colts are coming in off of a bye. I like that extra time off. The Colts have struggled against the run this year, but the Bucs have struggled to run the football. So everything in this one points to the Colts getting that second home run on the season, So give me Indianapolis at home, minus the two and a half over Tampa Bay. Next up on the card, it's Cleveland, plus the one and a half at Denver. So the Broncos are five and five on the season, four consecutive wins, but they're just three, six and one against the spread this season. Four straight wins include a two-point win over Green Bay, a two-point win over Buffalo, and last week, a one-point win over Minnesota. So winning the tight games of late, After a slow start, Russell Wilson has seven touchdowns and no interceptions during this period. The defense has been really good. Well, basically too good for me. The Vikings had three turnovers last week. Buffalo had four turnovers the week prior to that. And then Patrick Mahomes had the flu the week before that. Denver and Cleveland are both top seven teams in the luck rankings. The Browns are seven and three in the year, six, three and one against the spread on the season. Three straight, straight up, and against the spread wins. The Browns should have success on the ground. Cleveland does have a good defense. If DTR can avoid the turnovers, I like the Browns to win an ugly one. So give me Cleveland plus the one and a half at Denver. Next up on the card, the final handicap pick for me. It's Philadelphia minus the three against Buffalo. So I'm not singing Fly Eagles Fly anytime soon. So I'm going to back Philadelphia minus the three at home over Buffalo. Next up, we go to the prop bets. And I have nine bets that I'm putting in. Seven of them go off on Sunday and two for Monday. that I want to lock in the numbers now. So at quarterback, it's Dorian Thompson Robinson. Yes, DTR yet again, the over 174 and a half yards passing at Denver. So I lost on DTR last week by four yards when he finished 24 for 43 for 165 against the Steelers. Denver and Pittsburgh give up similar numbers in the air, but with another start under his belt, I'm going to roll with the over again. So give me DTR over the 174 and a half yards passing. Next up at quarterback, it's Desmond Ritter over the 189 and a half yards passing against New Orleans. So welcome back, Desmond. He went over this number in all but one of his seven full starts to start the season. The Saints allowed the seventh fewest yards per game in the air at 199, so this will likely be a little sweaty, but still I'm going to back Ritter in his return to the starting spot. So give me Desmond Ritter over the 189 and a half yards passing. Then on Monday night here, I'm going to fade Joshua Dobbs under the 237 and a half yards passing against Chicago. Dobbs has gone over this number in one of his three Viking games and he went over this number in only one of his eight Cardinal games the game Dobbs went over for the purple he made multiple once in a career type plays so everything tells me to bet the under so that's what I'm going to do Joshua Dobbs under the 237 and a half yards passing against Chicago on Monday night next up at running back it's Devin Singletary over the 46 and a half yards rushing against the jaguars so back-to-back weeks over 100 yards with a full workload so let's just try to make it three straight let's go singletary over the 46 and a half yards rushing for the texans next up at running back it's josh jacobs over the 65 and a half yards rushing against kansas city so only 39 yards on 14 carries last week in the loss at miami I expect a much stronger workload and result this week. I know Jacobs has had a tough year compared to last year, but I'm still going to back him here, over 65 and a half yards rushing against Kansas City. Then on Monday night, also locking in this one, it's Ty Chandler over the 32 and a half yards rushing against the Bears. I've lost enough betting Alexander Madison this year, so after his fumble last week in Denver, I'm all in on Ty Chandler. The Bears are excellent at stopping the run, but 32 and a half is a low number for a running back that has produced 45 and 73 yards over the last two weeks with touches only expected to increase. So I'm locking in Ty Chandler right now over the 32 and a half yards rushing against Chicago. Next up at wide receiver, it's Amari Cooper over the 44 and a half yards receiving at Denver. So a bit of a double dip here with DTR already on my card. But with another week of reps, I expect these two to improve on last week's stats. Cooper has had four weeks go under this number this year. The following week, he's bounced back with numbers of 90, 108, and 89 so far. So I'm hoping for that trend to continue. Give me Amari Cooper over the 44.5 yards receiving at Denver. Next up on the card, it's Marquez Valdez Scantling over the 15 and a half yards receiving at the Raiders. So after an 0 0 for 3 night against the Eagles, including that potential game winner that came back to bite me, I expect expect Scantling to hit the board with a catch this week. His season average is 17.8 yards per reception. I need one catch like that and I'll be a happy camper. So let's go Valdez Scantling over the 15 and a half yards receiving at las vegas then the final prop bet on my card it's rashad bateman over the 27 and a half yards receiving at the chargers so he's only gone over this number four of 10 games this year but he's facing the team that ranks 32nd against the pass should be a golden opportunity for my former golden gopher favorite to go over the number so give me bateman over the 27 and a half yards receiving at the chargers Next up on the card, it's my first quarter unders. I don't like them, but I'm going to continue to bet them. I'll post all these in the show notes once again. Jaguars, Texans under the nine and a half and a minus 102. Patriots, Giants under six and a half at a plus 110. Panthers, Titans, six and a half at a plus 130. Steelers, Bengals, six and a half at a plus 120. Colts and Buccaneers, seven and a half at a minus 118. Saints, Falcons, seven and a half at a minus 130 browns and broncos six and a half at a plus 114 rams and cardinals eight and a half at a minus 108 bills eagles nine and a half at a minus 108 chiefs and raiders seven and a half at a minus 115 and ravens chargers nine and a half at a minus 108 so let's recap my card for sunday here we go home underdogs once again i'm on the houston texans plus the one and a half against the jaguars I'm on the Bengals plus the one against the Steelers. I'm on the Giants plus the three against the Patriots. I'm on the Cardinals plus the one against the Rams. I'm on the Raiders plus the eight and a half against the Chiefs. I'm on the Chargers plus the three and a half against the Ravens. I'm on the Falcons plus the two against the Saints. My handicap picks for Sunday I'm on the Titans minus the three and a half against the Panthers. I'm on the Colts minus the two and a half against the Buccaneers. I'm on the Browns, plus the one and a half at the Broncos. I'm on the Eagles, minus the three against the Bills. Prop bets, seven of them going off on Sunday, two on Monday. I'm on DTR over the 174 and a half yards passing at Denver. I'm on Desmond Ritter over the 189 and a half yards passing against New Orleans. On Monday night, I'm on Joshua Dobbs. He's my under on the card, under 237 and a half yards passing against Chicago. At running back, Devin Singletary over the 46.5 yards rushing against the Jaguars. Joshua Jacobs over the 65 and a half yards rushing against the Chiefs. On Monday night, Ty Chandler over the 32 and a half yards rushing against the Bears. At wide receiver, Amari Cooper over the 44.5 yards receiving at the Broncos. Marquez Valdez Scantling over 15.5 yards receiving at the Raiders. Rashad Bateman over the 27 and a half yards receiving at the Chargers first quarter unders in the show notes I won't recap that but that's my card for a Sunday in the National Football League hope we enjoy enjoy a great day of games and as always manage that bankroll don't chase money have fun and let's cash some tickets together good luck everyone